Welcome to the Operate Intelligently podcast, the podcast for all things operations. Hello, Operate Intelligently listeners. This is your host, Joshua Peach, and I am really excited today to have on the podcast a longtime friend and client of the dude, Curtis Orndorff. And Curtis is from Frederick County Public Schools, which is, uh, geez, we're going to talk about history, but you guys go back forever uh, with us. And uh, this year, Curtis is the Dude Solutions Excellence Award recipient, which is a pretty big deal. Uh, he's, he's, the one, he's the only one to get it. Uh, and he was supposed to get it at uh, Dude University in person. And uh, sadly, we had to cancel Dude University. So we are doing it virtually on the podcast. So Curtis, Welcome to the podcast. Good to see you, my friend. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. You know, uh, not many people know this, but the last group of people that I got to speak to and I got to see were you guys uh, on March 10th. And uh, I was boarding the plane. And as I was, as we were getting ready to take off, I got a text from Travis telling me that the governor had closed the the schools for the remainder of the month, I think it was at that point in time. So uh, you guys were the last, last ones to get me. So um, but I've gotten to go visit you, you know, a number of times and, and know you well, but why don't you share with the listeners a little bit about you and, and the history that you have with, with Dude Solutions? Well, I've uh, been with Frederick County Public Schools for 14, 15 years now. It was actually a second career for me. I retired from city of Frederick, uh, was in charge of water and sewer utilities for the entire town. And uh, met up with uh, someone I had worked with at the city of Frederick that uh, offered me a job or offered me to interview for a job at Frederick County Public Schools. And one of the first uh, items on my agenda from him was to look for a software solution to replace the one that we had that was working. It was a nice, cheap solution, but we were having difficulties getting reliable information out of it. So we went through a process hiring a consultant to review different products that were available. And around the end of 2011, we actually started our training with Dude Solutions for the product. And then February of 2012, we started to build our equipment and PM imports. Uh, We took what we could out of the old solution and brought it over, uh, sent it out to the field for guys to verify the, uh, quality of the data that we had to make sure the equipment we were importing was still there. And that took us quite a while. Uh, July 13th, we started a pilot steering committee where we got a bunch of stakeholders together to try to make this as painless as possible. Uh, They were all looking to replace the solution that we had. They found it very cumbersome to work with. So they were excited to, uh, look at something new and try something new, but as most people are, they really didn't want to do something different. They were used to what they had. And uh, it was probably towards the end of December that we went live with the pilot and uh, actually got people online other than the technicians. We actually had school staff starting to put work orders in. Um, Unlike most places, we started out 
trying to get our equipment in and getting PM generated out of the solution so that we would have those pieces of equipment in there to charge time, material, and labor against once we started getting the work orders coming in. And then May through July, we started bringing all the other schools on, 66 schools, so it took a while to, to get everybody trained up to speed and bring them all on board. So it was about 2014 when everybody was officially online and up and running. Mm -hmm. And how many staff do you have? On taking care of the software solution. Well, your your total maintenance, your total MO, you know, staff that would be touching uh, work orders and PM, guys and girls that I meet with. I've got 114 that report to me. They're split up into eight different areas geographically because Frederick County is the largest county in the state of Maryland. Yeah. So we wanted to cut down on windshield time as much as we could and break them up into geographic areas. There's also a grounds crew, paint shop, lock shop, carpentry shop that report to a different manager. But uh, I've got 114, one secretary, two guys to take care of uh, the, the solution, the software solution. And the oldest building in the district is the building and grounds building, isn't it? Is that my, do yes. I have that right? Yes, yeah. it is. And it looks like it's brand spanking new. Uh, I tell you what, if you ever drive through Frederick County, uh, stop in and check this space out. It is it is truly amazing, and it is the oldest building in the in the district. Um, so let's talk about the award a little bit. You know what? What were you, did it, it was a surprise to you? Um, what do you think? And what are your thoughts? It was definitely a surprise uh, to win a contest or an event that you didn't even know that you were in the running for <laughs> kind of takes you by surprise uh, yeah. to be honored by Ed and the team there at Dude Solutions is that's big to me. Uh, it's really an honor. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, it's much deserved. We, we had a, a number of different, uh, I've got a bunch of, um, uh, emails here. One of them that's the, that really kind of personifies it all is, uh, well, I don't know if I'm supposed to say who it's from. Uh, Dan Mishra is, is who it's from. So I guess I just blew that one. Um, but, uh, you know, Dan put this email together and sent in, he said, Curtis is one of those rare and dedicated individuals who personifies public service is devoted his energies to his craft of maintenance, ensuring that our schools and kids stay safe, warm and dry and constantly pushing the envelope of doing more with less. He is creating a legacy with his dedication and service. Um, uh, you're pretty pretty widely loved in the in the hallowed halls of the dude. We've got a bunch of these here. I'll make sure we get them to you. Um, you know, you just have this. Um, you just have the kind of this way about you and and what you guys do as a whole in Frederick County. I mean, you've taught us so much as we've gone through this journey with you. Um, and learned so much about how we can not just help you, but help all of our clients. As you know, whatever we do for you, we do for everyone uh, with cloud-based software. Um, in, in our going through all of this with you and, and learning and doing all of this, um, you know, I think I know the answer to this, but I, I'd love to hear your your feelings on, you know, it's obvious you love your, your role there. It's obvious you love your job. Um, it's obvious that, uh, that you wake up every day with a continued vigor to, to, to 
be as successful as you can with you and your team. Um, what do you love most about it and, and what, where did it come from? And, and uh, you know, what's the secret sauce to it? Because you've been doing this for quite some time, so you still got it. Well, it only works if you have great people uh, supporting you. And it only works if you have great leadership above you that supports you. So it, it is an organization-wide uh, thing that has to happen. It is a culture. Uh, it's not a quickly bred culture. Uh, this took four or five years to, to get to the point that we're at. Uh, I think we were making real good progress, but I'm afraid that uh, the things that have occurred here in the last few months may set us back some. Mm-hmm. with having people working from home, people afraid to come to work, people on split shifts, so they're only working a week off a week. But it, it's uh, dedicated employees that, that are dedicated to providing an optimal learning environment for our staff and students that makes it all possible and uh, makes me look as good as I look. And... Uh, you know, employees committed to bettering themselves in the facility management profession. And it's not just about them. It's not just about us. It's about the profession in general. Um, you know, we, we like to share all that we can across everybody that asks what we do, how we do it. It doesn't always work for everybody, but it works for us. And if you get something that works for somebody, then you can tailor it to meet your own needs. Yeah. I, uh, you know, one of the funny things I was thinking about when you dialed in, I was like, I bet I'm still going to see Curtis at the Raleigh convention center because he's so set on getting down there and asking us where the heck we are. Cause we got work to do. Um, <laughs> just because that's, that's the type of person you are, you know, you're always wanting to get work done and, and your, your, your answer on that regarding your team, you know, around you we won't say above or below you and putting it in a, in a in a higher or lower position but your team the team around you the people that you have is what makes it all makes it all work and makes it all worth it um and and you have a great team i've i've as i said uh, i've i've had the opportunity to speak to your team twice over the course of the last year and what you guys do down there is put such a high regard on people and, you know, the technology's there and it'll do what we say it's going to do. Um, but you put such a high regard on the people and training and making sure that they're equipped and they have the tools that they need to do their job and justify and show why they need those tools. Uh, it, it really is something uh, you don't see every day. You know, when you're in it and you do it like you do, um, it seems like commonplace. Like, hey, this should, everybody should be doing this or everybody's got this. But you, you have a rarity. Um in Frederick County, that is is bar none amazing, and it and it is the people, uh, you and, and the entire team. Um, you know, let's 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 uh, look back. You know, over the course of time, the evolution of how technology is coming into play more and more every day. Uh, what what are you using? You know, what what other what are some other best practices, or what are some tech? What, what's the technology that you know we get the dude and what you guys are doing? Is there other technology that you guys are leveraging, or are there things that you're looking at, or are there things that you're looking at for us um, that would make your world even better, especially with this uncertainty of the what a lot of folks are calling after the thaw when we get to all get back to school and have kids back in the buildings and 
all of this stuff? Is there, what's, what's on your, what's on your radar screen or what are you guys using? Well, I guess there's a little bit of follow-up to me being there at the Raleigh Convention Center waiting for you all to show up. <laughs> it really isn't just the staff that we have at Frederick County Public Schools. It, it is the vendors, the suppliers that we use that uh, are, are truly a part of our team also that uh, help us make things happen. I, I really am going to miss not being at the convention center. Uh, we cover a lot of bases when we're able to get there and get face-to-face and sit down and talk about that product, talk about what Frederick County Public Schools is doing, what we're looking to do, and find out what you all are looking at possibly doing in the future and bringing those ideas of the two parties together and trying to come up with something that's valuable to everyone. Um, you know, we use the technology to try to capture a true cost of ownership of everything that we do, uh, to be able to track time, see how well we're doing with our uh, expenditures, and use that to uh, try to, to track and monitor how we are doing with the money that we have, because we continue to get more buildings but we typically don't get any more funding or any additional staff to take care of. So we're constantly looking for some type of technology or something that will help to uh, make a person be as productive as they can with what they've got. Um, Our building automation systems or our building management systems make it easy for a technician to monitor what's going on in buildings from any one location. Uh, Our two-man building automation department is at home right now as we go through this event, Uh, but they are constantly monitoring facilities, looking for things that are wrong and reporting them to the guys that are working. So we also looked at the possibility of adding Mm -hmm. the automation for uh, scheduling and we are working on implementing that now. We were actually in the process of implementing AE when all of this started, and we were hit with a, do we move forward? Do we stop? What do we do? That we decided to move forward, and it's working. Uh, It probably could have been better, but I think in the long run, there's some positives that come out of doing it during this time mm-hmm. that may pay us bigger dividends than if we would have waited. Uh, we're trying to use some technology to do some predictive maintenance, uh, thermal imaging and so forth. So but we're always looking for technology and how we can use that to, to make life easier for us and give us more information that we can use to evaluate things as we move forward. A couple of pieces to that that touch on. The uh, first is the um, when you talk about the after hours events management and the automation, we were doing a, a class on Wednesday. Hope you'll be there on uh, your buildings are empty or your calendars too. And it was amazing to see the number of events that are still open from March and April, almost a million events um, that were never canceled or rescheduled. So the, the, the worry point is, is if you're, if you're actively doing occupancy overrides, did you, did, did those happen? 
uh, and if you're not tied directly into it. Um, and the other thing that we found that was a great takeaway in surveying a lot of schools is uh, the responses have been, this is one of the best times to evaluate and implement uh, the, you know, we're seven weeks into this COVID-19 and, you know, first two, three weeks, I left you guys on March 11th. I mean, we were, we were smiling. We were optimistic. I think I even might've made some light of, of some things, uh, because, you know, there was, there was nothing to really, uh, worry about. It was the 11th, uh, March 11th, you know, that night I got to Raleigh and, and the uh, Trump came on and said, Hey, Friday, there's no more flying to Europe. Monday, everybody's in shelter in place just about in the country. And now we're in this, uh, we went through this period of chaos and reactionary development of what do we do? How do we do it? How do we get everything clean? How do we get rid of COVID? How do we, um, and then as we gradually got through chaos, you know, first couple of weeks, now we're getting back into capture. I call it chaos to capture, which is kind of capturing all of what was done the last three weeks and then start to evaluate what we're going to do for the, for the next 30 years. Um, and we're seeing a lot of people that are in that boat that you're, that you're saying, hey, let's let's pull the trigger and let's do this. We got people working from home. We get you know our training's pretty good. So, um, remote learning, remote training. So, um, glad you guys decided to pull the trigger and move. Still move forward with it. That's a <laughs> it was a tricky time, um, but uh, no, I think that I think that uh, you, you know when I look at the uh, when I look at when I look at this year. And the challenges we face. This is one of those bright lights, uh, shining, shining bright lights for me. Is that you got to uh, that you get to receive the award? I'm I'm, I'm sad that we're not going to be able to to give it to you and to present it in person, um, but that just gives us a reason to uh, to see you next year and uh, and have a follow up. The award might be over a beer or something else, uh, but we we will have to we'll have to do something in 2021 and make sure that you're there for us. Uh, again, one, you know, one more time around, at least here for, uh, for old time's sake. So, um, congratulations, my friend. I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm honored that I got to do this podcast with you. I'm, I'm so proud of the fact that, uh, you got it and it represents, you know, not just you, but Frederick County, uh, and, and all of the amazing work that you all do down there together collectively. I always say that you guys are the shining stars. I, I give relation to you, uh, regularly, actually did a podcast this morning and couldn't, couldn't help but brag on you. So um, congratulations. I'm sorry. We're not going to see you, um, but look forward to uh, when all this stuff lifts to, to get down and, and pay you guys a visit again. I, I certainly hope so. And I can't wait to get to Raleigh to, to get with everyone. It's difficult times. Uh, we're really not sure what's going to happen. And, and that makes it even that much more difficult not knowing if we're going to open in the fall, if we are, what is the new normal going to look like in a classroom? Um, are they going to try to maintain social distancing within a classroom? If they are, where are we going to put that extra furniture? Uh, how are we going to deal with the half that aren't in school? Mm -hmm. we, we're at capacity now with the schools that we have, so we can't spread out and uh, have everyone attending school. Half of them, if they go that route, half of them would have to be distance Outside. learning. And uh, you know, Skype is good. We've we've learned to Skype and uh, so forth, but it's still not as good as a face to face. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, there's something to be said. Uh, th- this is the closest thing that I'm getting to people. And it's, it's, it's really my saving grace. I try to do one of these every day um, just to get outside interaction. Uh, I love, I love getting to see my family every day. Cause before this, I was on the road 180 days a year, but the, the interaction um, there's definitely as close as this is, it's still not close enough to the real thing. Um, and it's interesting you say that because a lot of folks aren't even thinking about, you know, we're thinking about going from where we are today to where we were seven weeks ago. And I, I'm, I'm of the belief that obviously that's not going to happen overnight and it's probably not going to happen for a long time. Uh, and it's going to be interesting. I've, all of my events have been canceled until October and the events that I have in the back three months of the year, you know, they're talking about giving masks as a welcome and the welcome bags. Like, when would you ever think about that? Like, when would you think about coming to a dude university and getting your welcome bag with your, your brochure and your bag and your shirt and a mask? Um, so it's just a lot of different thinking. I mean, I did, did a, uh, a call today talking about the reality of thermometer checks, you know, temperature checks when, when people walk into the building. That's, that's, that's a real possibility. Uh, plexiglass welcome stations where people are going to be behind plexiglass at the entrance of every building. That's a real possibility. Like, you know, a lot of people aren't thinking like that. And, you know, you just said something that I didn't even think about is, you know, the average classroom size, I think is in the United States, I think public K-12 is either 27 or 29 kids. Um, But those spaces are relatively small. So there's no way you could make them at six feet, you know, uh, apart from each other and have an average size classroom. It would just be a a complete disaster. So a lot to think about my friend. Um, but if anybody can figure it out, it's you guys and, uh, and leading the way, and, you know, sadly and, and gladly, you got a couple of months of empty space uh, anyways, you know, so you got at least until um, you guys are close to the through, through September, right? Until September or August. Uh, to the middle of this month, but uh, we're waiting an announcement probably next week as to whether it's going to be extended. When, when can the students potentially come back? Uh, September. Okay. So, yeah. So you get, so you guys have some, you guys have some time before the, before the masses really come back. I mean, I'm staying September, but they still may come back for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. through this spring semester. But well, I, I really can't see that happening, but yeah. We've got to be prepared for it. Yeah. Well, congratulations, my friend. Mark your calendar if you haven't already from May 16th to the 19th, 2021. That is due to you 2021. So uh, a little later in the year, just about 50, 53, 54 weeks away. It'll be here before you know it. So uh, we'll look forward to seeing you then. And uh, really appreciate you giving us some of your time here. And congratulations on uh, being this year's award recipient, uh, could, this has been an incredible honor for me. Thank you very much. It's always an honor and a pleasure to talk to you. All right, my friend. Well, please send my love and hello to everybody. Stay safe. Uh, keep me posted with what's going on down there. And uh, the the dude is always beside you, myself included, obviously. So anything we can do to help you, just uh, just give us a call. You're always their favorite. They love seeing you.
<laughs> Thank you so much, sir. We will talk to you soon. And that will do it for the Operate Intelligently podcast with Curtis, the Dude Solutions Excellence Award recipient. We'll be doing the award again in 2021. You get somebody that's, that's uh, just an, an ordinary person doing extraordinary things. That's what we all are. Um, give us a submission, put it in. This is a, this is a, again, this isn't something that someone self submits for themselves. This is someone reaching out and saying this person deserves it. And here's why. And, uh, Curtis is a great example of someone that's deserving of it. So if you, if you listen to this and you know someone in your organization, uh, any, any market manufacturing, local government, education, healthcare, a zoo sporting event, any facility professional that is, uh, is deserving please send us a recommendation. We'll, we'll get the reviews uh, going. Uh, the review steering committee starts just after this, this dude university. So feel free to submit it and that will do it. Have a great day and uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the operate intelligently podcast produced by dude solutions. You can reach us by emailing dspodcast at dudesolutions.com or check us out on the web at dudesolutions.com.